Hot Takes with Toast is brought to you by Jerry Seiner, Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury has not. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Seiner Cadillac today. Question of the day. How about the run Donovan Mitchell is on? Mitchell coming off a 42-point performance against Sacramento. His last three games, he has averaged 40 points. For the month, he's averaging 30. His scoring average just keeps climbing here, PK. He was averaging about half of this in those four games they played in December as the season started, and it climbs. 23 points, 27 points, 29 points. Now he's averaging 30, almost 31 points a game. Are we getting back to Bubble Donovan? Yeah, I don't know about that, but I don't care about that. I care about the way he's playing right now, and he is rocking it. In my mind, he is first-team All-NBA. Top five. Who else is with him? Who are we squeezing off the list? Uh, well, I'm not squeezing anybody off the list. I'm putting guys on it. You have to earn it. I'm not that. There's nobody who's already earned it. So why would it, why would I do that? That that line of thinking doesn't make any sense to me. That's assuming that somebody's already on it and somebody's already ahead of him. And so I have to take somebody off to replace that person with him. No, no, not at all. No, who's joining him on the team, first team All-NBA? Not, 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 not that way. Sorry, I'm not going down that road at all. Uh, I can come up with guys, but my line of thinking is who's joining him on the team, not who am I squeezing somebody out to make him a replacement player. This is not Devin Booker or uh, Mike Conley who get replacement player All-Star invitations. Not at all. No way. You just insulted me and Donovan, and I'm not going to take that. LeBron. What about LeBron? Is he top five? All there's two different things. Is he? Um, you can be top five and not be All NBA. So obviously LeBron is always going to be until he retires, most likely. But depending on how long he misses, that could b- basically disqualify him for All NBA this year, first team All NBA anyway. I have to see when he comes back. There was a report over the weekend that Davis is back in two weeks and LeBron is back in three weeks. Well, that's a report until he gets out on the floor. If he misses two months out of a 72-game season, is that first team All NBA? Is he top five player in the league? Absolutely. But is he first team All NBA if he misses two months of the season? That's highly debatable. Yeah, Durant is not going to be first team All NBA, I think, because he's going to miss too many games. Uh Harden, he's not even close. Yeah, Harden remains to be seen. If he plays enough games, you know, how long is he out with the hamstring? If he plays enough games, then I think Harden and Antetokounmpo are, uh, are going to be easy choices. They're going to make the, the all-NBA team, first team, pretty easily. There's got to be a premium on winning because as much as this run with Mitchell, the stats are awesome. He's shooting nearly 50%. The thing is, he's doing this 40 point a game over the last three games he hasn't shot the three well in this stretch he's uh eight of 32 25 percent but he is getting to the uh he's getting to the rim it's it seems like it's easy and, and he's getting to the free throw line a ton and that's a combination of well you're driving it so you're more likely to get fouled and then you're getting the calls from the refs 
because we've all seen no calls that make us scratch our heads and uh, guys getting there on ticky-tack stuff. And so he shot 32 free throws in these games. So averaging 10 a game, you're getting into James Harden lead the league territory, you know, in his MVP glory days in Houston. Oh, yeah, and they're winning. It's about time that Mitchell and even Gobert get the recognition, and offense drives the league. Uh, offense is the highlights. You know, occasionally they show some defensive highlights, and Mitchell's offensive game is highly prolific right now, and he's playing with such confidence. His whole body language and everything else, just his demeanor about him, screams to me, first team, all NBA. And winning is about what's the most important in this league. Stats are nice, and you got to have the stats. But the stats on losing teams or the stats on average teams aren't nearly as impressive as the stats on winning teams. And the team that has the best record in the league deserves that type of recognition. Not some, uh, well, well you know, we'll put you in at the end there. We, we, can put, we can put names on it. Doncic and Damian Lillard. They have awesome reputations. They have awesome stats. But their teams are 6th and 7th in the West. And are the voters going to reward that? Or are they going to look at a guy who's in the team who's got the best record in the NBA? Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and I, you don't discount those guys by any stretch. No one is saying those yeah. players are not excellent players because they are. That's not the point. The point is you need to elevate the teams that are winning and the players that are the major factors as to why they're winning, particularly if you finish with the best record in the league. See, the Joker's going to be first-team All-NBA, isn't he? Kawhi Leonard? I would put the, the Yoke Man. I put the Yoke Man on there. Yeah. Yeah, the Yoke Man's my center. Uh, he does so much. So the Yoke Man is my center. I'd probably go with uh, Antetokounmpo. Uh, and, uh, you know, depending on how long Harden is out, uh, you got to allow for some injury timeout. Yeah, you so don't to have speak. to play all seventy-two. No. So uh, you know, I, I haven't really thought about who else I would put on there because it's not like I have to justify putting Donovan Mitchell on the team. I, to me, he absolutely is right now best guard in the NBA. Anthony Davis was first-team All-NBA last year, but I think he's missed enough games. That's not happening this year. Oh, I know he's missed Doncic enough games. Doncic was uh, first-team All-NBA last year. Yeah, but I don't get why you're doing this, though. Why well, you're like he said he was first-team ju- All-NBA. Because you have to ju- you're justifying Mitchell's inclusion on the team. No, justify the other people's inclusions, not Mitchell's inclusions. You're say, What you're saying, DJ, is that, well, if those other guys were healthy, they would be on and Mitchell wouldn't be. Why? Because I don't think people have that much respect for Mitchell or the Jazz. I mean, let's, let's just cut to the chase. I don't uh, think they have well, that much respect. Big deal. We're not talking about other people. We're talking about me and you. And we're homers. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, unless you can justify putting him on the uh, first team versus these other guys, that's the label you're going to wear, whether you think oh, it and well, I think it or not. I, who cares, man? I've worn five million labels. I'm this, I'm that. <laughs> if I worried about what people thought me of me, I would have been crawling under a, a table a long time ago. 
I mean, that doesn't matter. I'm not going to, I don't, that's the point I'm making. I don't have to justify Donovan Mitchell being first team NBA. No, no, they have to justify. You have to justify to me why he isn't. He's the most prolific player on the best team in the league. That always, always gets you that type of recognition. And now somehow we have to justify it. Honestly, no. that is that what you just said is usually my default go-to, whether it's uh, NFL, NBA, or Major League Baseball, the default go-to for how do you pick the MVP. You start with best player, best team, and then you work from there. Who's got a, who's got a better case than that? Because that's the easiest case to have. I mean, the most valuable player is a player who does the most for the team that wins the most. That's what makes you valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not perfect because of basketball and the positions, right. but when you say he's all NBA, you're saying, wait, he's not going to be top five in the MVP voting? Not convinced he is. Now, this is the kind of run, because it's what you said earlier, no matter what you do for winning points, and especially points scored in spectacular fashion. That can be pressure, you know, game winners and that kind of stuff, or 50-point games. These 40- and 50-point games, they catch people's attention. You know, be the leading scorer in the league, and you're – it'd be interesting to go back and look it up, but the leading scorer in the league, what do you figure, half the time they've been the MVP? Ballpark? Uh, I, I don't know. I never really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, score it. You're, I think you're spot on with the offensive numbers. And uh, there's nothing wrong with being a 20-point-a-game guy. You're a pretty good player if you're a 20-point-a-game guy and your team wins a lot more than it loses. Um, but he's going way past that now. Uh, we'll see how long he sustains this uh, 30 points-a-game pace. I wouldn't think he can sustain this 40-point-a-game pace that he's done for the last, the last three games. And, and two of the last three have been playoff teams. So it's not like he's just hanging this on the worst teams in the league. The three games are Suns, Blazers, Kings. So I mean, the Suns and Blazers are well into the postseason. The Kings, it's kind of funky with this new 10-team deal, but they're 12th, and I don't think any of us think they're going to get to 10th, but we'll see. Yeah, I think it's time we just acknowledge he's better than Jordan. There it is. Homer, wear the label. <laughs> no, that's Eddie Jordan, of course. Oh, nice save. Nice, <laughs> Eddie Jordan. Hadn't thought of Eddie Jordan in a couple decades. <laughs> Work. And I'm not even sure who Eddie Jordan is. I just remember that name for somewhere. Yeah, he played. <laughs> I, I think he played for the Lakers. I think he was. Uh, oh, okay, that's probably where I learned it. Yeah, yeah. I think he was um, uh, probably played a year or two with Magic, and then oh, he's going to be okay. the core in the future of the franchise. Yeah, three years bouncing around eighth place. And how about we make Kobe and Shaq the future of the franchise? <laughs> New plan. Right. He was a nice. It was player. back there. In the recesses of my mind, but I couldn't have way told to, you the first thing well, about Eddie Jordan. Way to grab the broom, hit the cobwebs, and uh, pull that baby out. Good work. I know nothing about him. I just remember hearing the name. I just think Mitchell is playing at an elite level now, and it needs to be acknowledged. It's not about uh, what some voter in Connecticut thinks. I don't really care what he thinks. Well, our listeners are weighing in on Facebook. And Tony says, uh, "How about the in answer to that, how about the run Donovan Mitchell is on?" Tony says, "Imagine how good he could be if he could start the first half like he plays the second half." <laughs> okay, so now he's got these thirty point second half. So now he's going to go for sixty. Uh, well, I, the thing that, that that they need to go for is the victory. 
And so the formula is working. And he's had he's had a few games of late where it hasn't just been exclusively second half. And, and in the final analysis, nothing matters except winning uh, as far as the team goes, obviously. The point it made, winning at the level that they're winning, there needs to be some individual acknowledgement. Magic used to talk about that a lot. And all the great ones do that if you want all the personal accolades, then win. Because they have the winning that goes along with it. If you just have personal accolades at the expense of winning, then it's meaningless. And it's about you, especially in a league where you can compile a bunch of stats that don't connect or relate to winning. You know, in, in like baseball, Trout can put up these great numbers. His team hasn't won, but there's really nothing he can do about it. It's not like he can make pool hosts be the pool hosts of when he was with the Cardinals or whomever it might be. Yeah, I'm just using their, that as an example. You can't make so, their pitching better. Right. Right. And that's a huge component of winning in baseball is pitching, right? He, there's, I mean, he can, he can help it with his uh, scintillating play defensively, but not enough to make a huge, huge difference. So you look around that in terms of, well, the team hasn't won, but he's just an unbelievable player. All the statistics tell you all this, that he is an all-timer statistically. So we accept that a little bit easier, right? Probably a lot easier in that particular sport. And then in football, we just normally go to the quarterback since they revamped the rules and all, who's throwing for 8 trillion yards and 107 touchdowns and two picks, and boom, they get those awards. So we, we go in that direction too. But in basketball, you know, that's the good thing about it is winning in, in this particular sport, winning, there's a high level of importance placed on it relative to the individual awards. And that's the way this should be. So all those players, those great Hall of Famers who've won multiple titles, well, they have the stats and the stats amplify by winning. So now is the is everyone paying attention or the reputations uh, too cast in stone and they're going to be slow to catch up to it? That's the question. I well, they're ignorant if that's the case. Right, right. But every year there's controversy with this kind of stuff. It gets overshadowed a little bit because by the time this comes out, the attention starts to turn to the playoffs and, uh, you know, you get into, into the winning there. You know, the, to the point about Donovan's first half and all that, I think just to use the most recent game as the example, 12 in the first half, 30 in the second half, and the Jazz are trailing at halftime. Well, why doesn't he play in the first half like he does in the second? Well, hey, no one's going to sustain that. You've got to get your other teammates involved. And they weren't losing because of a lack of offense. You know, at the offensive end of the floor, they had 59 points, and that ought to be enough. But they gave up 65. The problem in the first half was the defense. And they won in part because Donovan went for 30 in the second half, but they gave up a lot fewer points in the second half. You know, and instead of giving up these 30 and 32 and 34-point quarters, you know, they gave up 24 in the third. Well, that and the fact that Donovan came out firing and, and hitting a couple of threes and he got rolling, if you're giving up 24 at the other end, you're going to take the lead, and they did. So I think if we're going to discuss what's going wrong in the first half, it's not Donovan having 12 points. It's, he gave up 65 points to the Kings. That's not going to get it done. Yeah, but the Kings weren't going to sustain that, so that, that didn't worry me at all. That's not who they are. 
they were not going to hit those shots. They didn't hit those shots in the second half. They were putting up air balls from the corner. Once the things got tight, they folded like a cheap whatever, fill in the blank. All the great writers, that's how they write. Suit. Cheap suit? Suits? I don't know. I don't even own a suit, so I don't know anything about suits. Donovan Mitchell on a tear, 40 points over the – he's averaging 40 points over the last three games. The season average is up to 26 points a game now. He's top 10 in the league in scoring. But some of the people in front of him aren't winning. Bradley Beal's leading the league, but the Wizards are going where, PK? Nowhere. Home? Yeah. (laughs) They got – He's, he's just a shade under 31 points a game, but they are riding right now. They are 11th in the East, so thanks for that. And and it's, I think it's important to note that that's nothing against the Bradley Beals of the world. He doesn't have enough help, so this is what he has to do. And, and, and I know some people, like, if you make an argument against Donovan Mitchell, well, you take a James Harden and a, a Luka Doncic, you know, they're putting up enormous assist numbers. Okay, they are. Absolutely. The ball is in their hands a lot more. I think if assists mattered to where Mitchell needed to get them for the team to win, he would do that. And so his role isn't necessarily to have high assist numbers. His role is to score. He can have assist numbers. What what makes him even more critical is they have few players – that can break you down. And he obviously is one of them. And and Clarkson, with his dribbling and doing all the stuff that he does, he can do it. And Conley, to an extent, can do it. But outside of that, they don't have guys that can break you down. So they need to move the ball. And Bogdanovich can do it a little bit. Ball on the floor. The point I'm making is... What the Jazz are asking Mitchell to do, he's doing. If they asked him, this is my own opinion, I haven't necessarily seen it in big numbers, but if they were to ask him, Donovan, we need you to really distribute more and get those assist numbers up to 8, 9, 10, I think he could do it. But they're not asking him to do that because what they have... All right, well, we've lost PK, but you get the point of where he was going. The way the team is built, his five assists a game, it's working. That's why they're the first team in the NBA to 40 wins. And so to what degree are they going to get rewarded for all that winning when it comes to these individual honors? All right, DJ and PK, stay with us. More on the Jazz coming up. Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, to talk about the Masters at 8.30. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 9 o'clock. Right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. DJ PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Spring LASIK Sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Donovan Mitchell coming off 42 points against the Kings. He's averaging 40 points the last three games. He's averaging over 30 this month. He's into the top 10 scorers in the league now, 26 points a game. He is lighting it up. And the Jazz are the first team in the NBA to 40 wins. They've got the best record. They're on a 60-win pace. Actually, a little better than that, probably 61 or 62 wins if you're playing a full 82-game season. 
They're the only team on that pace right now, the only team that would break 60 wins. It's all lining up, PK. Your best player is playing his best basketball. You got the best record. Is there anything else you crave? Or just bring the playoffs on now? In the regular season? No. Just bring them on now. I've seen what I need to see. Let's go. Which, of course, can't happen. Yeah, and even if they were to flame out in the postseason, that has nothing to do with first-team All-NBA. It's a regular season award. It is, completely. Do you want to predict he'll get it, or just that he should get it? Because you know that reputation... Well, it's right now. Yeah, reputation sometimes lags behind the recognition for what you're doing. Uh, yeah, but what type of rep does he have, though? Has he established his rep to that level? To the first-team level? No, I don't think he has. Now, will 19 more games, if he sustains this for 19 more games, will that do it? Uh, it will, could. I mean, as we discussed in the last segment, there are guys who have the first-team reps established, but depending on how many games they miss... Uh, we've seen guys, you know, taken out of the running for individual awards. LeBron's was, you know, and he was an Iron Man right up until the time he wasn't. Played 41 games. Uh, I think he missed a couple, but now the missed games are piling up. And if he misses three more weeks, and everybody's playing about four games a week, that's it's going to be quite a few missed games there. You know, if he if he if he ends up playing, who was it, first team All NBA last year? Uh, I will get that short for you shortly. But LeBron was Antetokounmpo, uh, Doncic. Okay, so Doncic, you know, Kawhi had, wasn't had Kawhi more was more of a rep. Yeah, Doncic did have more of Go a ahead. rep. Yeah, um, more he had more of a rep. I don't think he did. <clears throat> you don't think so? He just crashed in and got it with his uh, his big second year. It was uh, he had more of a rep after one year than Mitchell has after three, going on four with the best team in the league. I don't buy it. LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Luka Doncic. Luka was making his first appearance on uh, on the All NBA team there, and let's see, four for Antetokounmpo and Davis, seven for Harden, and sixteen for LeBron. What rep did Doncic have? Well, a rep that he built overnight in a year. I mean, basically, you're the next. You're the European Magic. I mean, I don't know that you can have another Magic Johnson. What he did for the league, not just his team, but what he did for the league, the time he did it, it was, dare I say, magical. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll show myself out. Okay, um, but, so you're another Dwayne Wade. And- ooh, Dwayne Wade. That's interesting. Another Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, I think, well, you, it's hard to compare a guy whose career is in the books with a guy who's just getting started. Um, but, yeah, it's... You know, is Mitchell going to be Dwayne Wade? Is Donovan or is Luka Doncic going to be more than D Wade? You know, where are these guys headed? No, you compared. I'm comparing Mitchell to Wade, right. Doncic to Magic, mm-hmm. not Doncic to Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. So I don't think that Doncic had more of a rep when he was named first team All NBA than Mitchell has right now.
Jokic was a second-teamer last year. It seems clear, I think, to all of us that he's going to be first-team this year. Oh, okay. I thought you said he was first-team last year. He was second-team last year, but I think he'll be first-team this year. He was first-team two years ago. He's been on it, so he's kind of, you know, his rep, he's not locked into first-team, you know, career-wise. Um But he's getting there. <laughs> he's about to lock himself in if he keeps this up. <laughs> and he's a great, great player. But on his team, see, that's the point I was making before. They're asking him to do more because they have less talent. So his stats are going to be gaudier because they need him to do that in order for them to win. They basically have poor Zingas when he's healthy and then a bunch of high-level role players. To some, not a bunch, but you know, like a Hardaway, is a, is a decent role player. Not necessarily a high level role player. When he gets hot, like he did against the the Jazz uh, a couple of weeks ago, he did his thing. So I think that's what you've got there. And the Jazz don't need Mitchell to do all the things that Doncic does because they got better players. So how much will they reward those in individual stats, and how much will they reward the winning? Well, if they got a brain, they'll acknowledge <laughs> Mitchell, first team All NBA. Uh, Rudy Gobert has gotten the All NBA recognition, uh, second team once and third team a couple of times. Uh, but for Donovan Mitchell, well, he hasn't gotten any of that. So that w- that goes back to the point about your rep and and how fast can you grow that rep? Uh, and he, he's grown it. He, he has grown it. He's taken off. He's playing at a much higher level than he has been at any point, uh, excluding that little bubble experiment thing. And that was just a few games. And here's an almost entire season minus the 10 games, but it's still plenty. The sample size is overwhelming. 72 games is plenty, plenty enough amount of games to make judgments on who's good and who deserves what and so forth. It's not like they're playing one year. They played 50. That's probably enough, too. But this year, just only playing 72 to me, that's almost the same thing as playing 82 as far as I'm concerned. So there's plenty of evidence. And I think Gobert, he's slotted to be a third-team guy because you got the yoke man in Denver, and then Embiid runs his mouth enough, and he's in Philly. They've been winning, and his stats are huge. And it looks like they're going to finish first or second in the East. So Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, more on the NBA and the Jazz, and also Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio. We'll get a Masters recap with him and the youths. One week to go in spring football. Kyle Whittingham, we played him for you earlier this morning, reacting to the scrimmage, predictably, predictably positive and upbeat about the quarterback development, PK. Predictably. Get to all that coming up. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.